0: January 6, 2022. This morning's class and the classes throughout the week are donated in loving memory of Aryeh Ben Sarah and Rafael Ben Rahel. the Gemara in Sanhedrin and Daf Memzain Amud Aleph. If you count from the bottom of the page up, I think it's 12 lines, and it's just a couple of words before the end of the line. It starts with the words Amarav Yosef Afanan If you recall, what the Gemara was in the midst of developing and stating. Was that Rabbi Yohanan, in two separate contexts, made an identical statement. His statement was that korbanot is considered which means to say, in other Hebrew words first, ha, which means to say, in English words, if a person were to separate a sacrifice a korban, and over the course of time prior to sacrificing that animal, the person's status becomes such that he's not able to sacrifice that animal. For example, Rabbi O'Hanan's examples, either the person was himirdato, he changed religions and understandings and belief in God, alternatively nishtata, he loses his cogency, his ability to think uh, normally, he's a shote. In either of those circumstances, even if he then returns, he returns to the fold of religion, he returns to his understanding, no longer able to bring that sacrifice. Why not? It was nidha, the example I gave yesterday, is once the cup was pushed off the table, you no longer bring it back onto the table. Now, I mind, and it might be appropriate for me, but here you're dealing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. you're dealing with a korban, the person, the status of that korban, lost its appropriateness for bringing it forth, that's it, you're not resuscitating, you could bring a new one, but that animal is no longer appropriate. So it says the Gemara, Amar of Yosef, Afanan, Rav Yosef says it's not only Rabbi Hanan and Eretz Yisrael who has such a concept of the Rather, Anan, we as well, we in Bavel, We learned a similar concept. If you read carefully and sensitively in the Mishnah, after all, the Mishnah teaches the following: Excuse me, Kodashim, If uh, in Dahat, which we'll define in a second. They were Kodashim. Kodashim refers to uh, animals which were sanctified. What's in Ir Hanidahat? Well, we'll have plenty of Gemarot and Mishnayot which will address exactly what it is. But very basically, the Torah tells about the following tragic situation. And a city becomes of De'abodah Zarah. The status and the halakha with regards to that city is that the people get Sikilah and the shalal, all of the belongings of that city, as we mentioned just a few pages ago in the Gemara, gets gathered into Rehov Ha'ir, into the the, the public area, a public street of the city, and it gets torched, it gets burnt. Now, that being the case, there are certain property items in that city that we will now address, which don't have the regular status of shalal Ha'ir, which means to say it didn't belong to the people, it so to speak belonged to God. You're dealing with Kodashim, so you're in Ir Hanidahat, On the one hand, and here's the bind, here's the catch. On the one hand, the uh, animals, which were nifrash, which were separated to be kodesh, a person separated an animal and said, this is kodesh. On the one hand, it doesn't belong to the person any longer. that's important. The pasuk says that it's shalal, this is Rashi explaining to us this, the pasuk says that it's the shalal of the, the members of the city. This animal is not belonging to one of the members of the city any longer. On the other hand, the status of that animal with regards to who separated is problematic. The Pasuk says in Mishle zevach If it's the slaughter or the animal which is coming from a rasha, it's a to'iva, it's an abomination, it's disgusting to God. What are you supposed to do with that animal? You can't sacrifice it, it's disgusting. On the other hand, you're not burning it because it didn't really belong to that person. What are you supposed to do in such a situation? we saying that separate It's before he was all the Right, before he's A'ubed Abu that's exactly the point. It's a, now it has the status so of Abu was, He's He separated before it, that's right. So that's that's the case. So here, Hayuba Kodashim. If in this, there are Kodashim now, last introduction. There are two types of Kodashim. We've discussed this in the past. There's what's called Koche, Kodash, excuse me, there's called Koche Beah or Kedushat Haggouv. There's something called Kedushat Bedek Now Kedushat Mizbeach, or Kedushat Haguf, refers to matters or animals which are going to be sacrificed. It's a specific designation. You say this is going to be a sacrificial animal. and has a specific status. You can't, in any circumstance, unless there's a mum, unless a specific situation, be Podeh. Once you establish that animal Kodesh, there's no going back on that. On the lower level, but up there as well as Koche be which means to say, I'm, I'm I'm sanctifying this not to be a sacrifice, but to be the property of the mikdash. In such a circumstance, in regular situations, you can be pode. There's a way of backing out of that, of course, by paying money in order to redeem it. Now, that's the two types of animals and kedusha that we're going to be dealing with very briefly. Okay, so hayu kodashim? is beach if the status of those animals is they're going to be even olah, even shelami, even koche kodash is what we refer to them. Yamutu. The halacha with regards to those animals is the animals need to die. How are they going to die? You can't kill them. They have a kiddushah. What you'll do, as we described yesterday, is you'll take that animal, place it in a very narrow area and feed it food. se'urim rashid. and the Gemara explains much later on, until the animal dies on its own. You can't handle the animal any other way. You're caught in a bind. You can't burn it because it didn't belong to the person. You can't sacrifice it. Ze'vach reshaim toibam. What if the status of that animal is bedek which means to say it wasn't separated and sanctified to be sacrificed, but rather just to be the property of the mikdash. Yipadu, in such a circumstance, you can redeem it. You're not giving it to the mikdash. It's inappropriate, but you can redeem it. Who can redeem it? People can redeem it. Oh, the bedin will redeem it. That'll be the status in such a situation. Okay, pause for a second. Now let's understand. It says the Gemara, v'havinan and they deliberated, and they dealt with this Mishnah. I don't understand why we would kill, or let die rather, you know, indirectly kill, the Kochehadguf the Kedushat Mizbeach. Why are we allowing those animals to die? Let me ask you a question. The person separated the animal. Now the person is dead. Right? We killed him with eir hanidahat. Once that person died, and this brings us back to the conversation from yesterday, which I told you we'd return to today, didn't that person achieve kapara by dying as a member of irhanidachat, hasn't he now been atoned for? If he's now been atoned for, the status of that animal now is no longer zevah resha'im, but rather zevah sadikim. He's an individual who now has a clean slate. We should... Charlie walked right into it. It seems clear, says Rav Yosef, that once it was pushed away, uh, you have no chance of bring it back. Do you understand? One more time. The status of that person was Rasha. As a result, his sacrifice is invalidated. However, we assume he got cleaned. How did he get cleaned? By dying, by being stoned together with Anshe'i and Hanidahat. We should resuscitate his Qurban now. We should now say it's like he got cogent mind, uh, uh, an ability to think clearly. In our earlier example, he now returned to Judaism and belief in the proper God and the true God. Well, that being the case, how come you're not? Says Rav Yosef, I'll tell you why you're not sacrificing it. Says the Gemara. Wait a second. Why are we allowing for the kedushat mizbeach to die? Once this person is killed as part of irhanidahat, kapara, these people now achieved atonement. Velesku, asik in Aramaic means to go up, meaning they should be elevated, these animals, lagavoah, they should now be sacrificed to God. That's the question, of course rhetorical, Charlie, because the answer, of course, is damrinan, hoil isn't the reason, says Rav Yosef, I can sufficiently prove it. Rabbi you're an emora, you made a statement. I don't need your statement. I'll prove it from the Mishnah. If you read the Mishnah carefully, with regards to Se'id Hanidahat, it seems clear that the Halacha is k'ivan ha yidahe. Amar Abaye says your premise is faulty. Of Yosef. Your premise is that once killed as a member of Irhanidahat, you've now achieved Kapara. Not so. Who told you that? Now pause for a second. Let me just very briefly, because it's an important point to be made, very briefly address what does it mean in any of these contexts to achieve Kapara. Now there's no simple answer to this, but I am thankfully I think uh, strict adherence to Harambam and Me'iri in their approach to these matters and it goes as follows it's not per se in the death execution of this individual that he has achieved kapara nor as the Gemara will suggest in his burial per se the essence of suffering of torture of being treated in one way or another does not achieve a, a button pressing of kapara it's rather the mindset of the person leading up to that, which means to say the vidui, the introspection, the fact that this has now occurred to you or is about to, which causes you to internally think about your life, what went wrong and how it could be better that's what's inspired by the circumstances. It's as Harambam says, Yom Kippurim is a day of Teshubah l'akol l'yechid la rabim, and so forth, lefichach, therefore, hayavim perek beth elchot teshubah l'chavab, lefichach, therefore, everyone's hayavim, la l'ashubu hitvadot, everybody needs to do Teshuban Kippurah. I don't understand. If it's a day of kapara, yom ha Yom it's the statement of rabbi, even according to that opinion, which we might accept, you must have introspection, you must have verbal confession. All right, that's just all important to be stated because there are people who believe, in my opinion, wrongfully so. I can't tell you in tradition we don't have such approaches. We do, the, the minority approach. Uh, but it's the easier one to just uh, sell that believe that you just have this and kapara is achieved it's not the way it works the way it works is this aids there are ways of achieving kapara but what it means is in the Lashon of miiri in his Hibura Teshubah in Masechet Yoma it's a day Kippur for example on which you have Mahuta Teshubah you have the essence of Teshubah most relevant it's a day on which is so accessible to hardy introspection to truthful thought and understanding of yourself and how you want to be and how you should have been and so forth. Anyway, that all being the case, says Abaye to Rav Yosef, wait a second, this whole thing, death achieves kapara, I'm not so certain. Do you mean to tell me, Rav Yosef, your assumption, keep in mind, that was the premise, your question was, if you died as part of you achieved kapara, you achieved kapara, and you're still not allowed to bring the sacrifice, clearly, or you'll Wait a second, It's not even so. Met mitochrisho, lo kapara. Abaye's claim to Rav Yosef is your premise is faulty. Dying mitochrisho, as a wicked person, doesn't then achieve for you kapara. How do you know, Abaye? I mean, we could make claims. As Jared asked a couple of days ago, we don't know much about kapara. We don't know how God's. To the extent that we don't know much about kapara, I will tell you. In in legal court, in rabbinical legal court, if you come in, you say, But I did teshubah, we don't then say, All right, no death penalty. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Kaparat. Maharal explains, We're not able to be Bohen Levavot. I don't know what's going on in your heart. I can perhaps accept you as a witness. If you've now made a claim, I want to be a different person, I can, the Mishnah says in Masachet Kiddushin. If you are Rasha, and uh, you now say, Al to the woman, she'ani sadiq. kareat at me kudash ali, al she'ani sadiq. In such a circumstance where we say it's Kiddushin. Why is it Kiddushin? She'me herheret teshubah bilibo. Maybe he internally introspects. Oh, so we are, there's a difference between the two. One is, I've committed to being a different person. That, that will accept. You said you committed. That in and of itself is significant. Another thing is what actually went on internally between you and your relationship with God. That's what we call kapara. We don't know about such matters. We accept Hakadosh Baruch Hu has his system for figuring this out. And it's something between you and him and whether you're truthful. And so he's the Bohen Levavot. He's the Yodean Mistari. Anyway, that being the, the case. Rabbi don't we have to settle the school? I mean, the guy killed somebody. I, 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 I'm, I'm really sorry for what I did. I really i make Mars. Oh, good, very good. We accept your apology. <coughs> now, in very nice. in the In other words, what Mars is suggesting instead of my very pragmatic approach. Well, yours is pragmatic as well. It says the difference between kapara min Hashemayim is that's between you and Kadosh Baruch Hu, The other one is a societal issue, and we need a, we need to punish you for that. However, if I know that in God's court. If I know, I mean, you might claim, yes, that in God's court you have full kapara, then you're not a danger and threat to society. It means you're actually a different person. But who cares? Punishment, punitive, Heck, Who cares? All right, Who could cares? Be. The, sh- the guy's that he doesn't pay kethe, right? Correct, he doesn't pay kethe, but only if he admits he before. Teshubah. He can do, uh, you know, if we're considering that a teshubah of sorts. That's right, yes. there is such, yes. but we have strict and clear parameters as yes. to what it is. Kapara, is what I'm explaining. So Forti- helping Jared, I didn't help him enough when he made this que- when he asked this question, is saying we can't determine kapara. We don't have those capabilities in the real sense. We have the capabilities of saying, you're a sadiq, uh, we'll accept your testimony. We have the ability to say, all right, you admit it. Right, if it's clear and to the point like that. Anyway, but that all being the case, well, the reason I mention that is because Abayin needs to bring a proof for himself. In other words, our assumption is, if God says, you die with the Eid HaNidah, you achieve kapara? Whatever that means, however that works, but... You achieved it. How could you make the claim you don't abaye? Then why are you being put to death? The Torah is not hake just putting you to death. We assume this kaparat. detaner says abaye. I have I have a, I have proof for this. Detaner bishemaya yacholafilu pireshu avotav midarket zibur yitama. The Talmud Amar be'amav amav. The pasuk at the beginning of Parashat Emor is a command to the Kohanim. They're told lenefesh lo yitama be'amav. They're told that you're not allowed to. Uh, come close uh, to. Uh, to, to uh, you're not allowed to uh, contaminate yourself. You're not allowed to come in contact with Tuma. However, the Pasuk says, however, to the seven relatives of your nation, to those you're allowed to come in close contact after their death. We know this Kohanim are not allowed to come in contact with Tuma unless they're family members. But the Pasuk, in the context of telling us that they're allowed to with family members, says Be'amav from their nation, which is an extra word, it's a family member. Lishero hakaro belav is sufficient. What's Be'amav? The derasha is Be'amav, their osema ase'amav, meaning the family, the relative who's deceased has to be a member of Am Yisrael in good standing, quote-unquote. If they're not, if they've done something objectively wrong, in they're in some way or, or fashion, him. in such a circumstance, the halakha is that you're not allowed to come in contact with them, le'gabe tum'ah, you're not allowed to, even though they're your relative. Well, that all being the case, says Abaye, why so? I don't understand. After their death, kapara! Abayez says after their death, they achieved kapara. If they achieved kapara after their death, you should be able to come in contact. They're now Oseh Maaseh. No, but in their lifetime, they weren't good guys. But they died. They met mitoch risho. Clearly, now they have kapara, says Abaye, you see, death doesn't just achieve kapara, even with the introspection before him. It's not so. Amale Rava, Rava now defends Rav Yosef. So we have we have three players here. We have the initial statement from Rav Yosef, who pro- proved from We have the counterclaim of Abaye, and then we have Rava, who sides with Rav Yosef to defend that death... Met mituch risho in some circumstances achieves kapara. Amar le rava, Mika mida met, Neherag mituch risho, met mituch risho. Met mituch risho, Kevan de ki orche kapara. Neherag mituch risho, Kevan de love ki orche kapara. Says rava is an easy distinction between your case of tum'a abaye and our case of hanidah. it's what we call met and neherag. Met means you died a peaceful death. You died a peaceful death, that's what the Gemara calls ki orhe or orah or rachayim, means regular way. All right, so you died a regular way. You think you had atonement, and so I'll, I'll now rationalize it based on me'iri. You think that because the person passed away, they achieved atonement. Did they have the opportunity to truly introspect? As a result, the kohen's family relative, family member, the relative passed away. He can't be know, because he was wicked in his life. But maybe now he achieved kapara. How did he die? He died a regular death. You know he introspect. Uh, it's hard to objectify. Uh, you are going to say oh, maybe if there is, it's hard to objectify. Met, we assume it's kiorche. In contrast to if he was put to death, he was put to death. There was an opportunity that screamed at him: Do introspect, change yourself. Says Rava, in the circumstance of what we call he was killed because of his wicked deed. Over there, there's kapara. Over there, he did vidui. Over there, he had an opportunity to be like Korach in my or the korah Let's say better. To actually think it through, to actually have the moment of true introspective thought. We assume over there he had kaparaz as rava. We should and could think so. In the circumstance of the met risho, he just died a peaceful death of one sword or another. There's no kapara. Just to read the words again in the Gemara. Amale le rava. Rava responds to abaye. Mika Ledamot of course means to compare. Are you really comparing nehirag mitoch Someone who was killed because of the their wicked deeds, who's that, the individual, who's that, the family member of the Kohen, now he explains why, and that was an incredulous, that was a rhetorical question, are you really comparing the two, I'll tell you why you shouldn't, met if the person passed away, but he was a wicked guy, he was doing the wrong things, He was whatever the circumstance exactly was, again, means in his way, in his regular way, he passed away, kapara. He didn't and doesn't achieve kapara. the person alternatively was killed in bedin in such a sort ki since he didn't die in the regular fashion, parentheses, and therefore, he had moments to change himself internally. <laughs> That's Rava's proof to uphold Rav Yosef, who began this whole conversation. Teda Says Rava, you know something? I'm not only speaking logically, I'll bring you Simuchin <laughs> Nekach. The Pasuk says in Tehillim is more Le'asaf, Elohim. So the pasuk describes a terrible state of being, a state of destruction and utter despair and uh, exile. and says the, the goyim, the, the enemies, entered into the hechal, into the mikdash, and they spilled the blood and left the corpses of those righteous ones from our nation to be eaten by the animals and beasts of the land. But there's a little bit of, uh, yes, it's poetry, but there's a little bit of extra words over here. The pasuk on the one hand describes, nivlat avadecha. it first talks about the corpses of your servants, your slaves, to be eaten by the, 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 the birds of the heavens, of the skies. And then it continues, it says, besar says, those are your pious ones, it's for the animals, for the beasts of the land. Uh, is that the same thing? Of course, in the poetic sense, of course it's the same thing. You know, that's how poets write. But in the eyes of the every word needs to be accounted for. What's the difference between Avadecha and Hasidecha? Those are your slaves and those are your Hasidim, your pious ones. My Avadecha, my Hasidecha. What's the difference between the avadeem and the Hasidim? Aren't they the same thing? So again, I say again, peshat, yes. Derasha, not so fast. Lav chasideicha, chasideicha mamash. Avadeicha hanachte mechayivei Dinad, me'ikara vekevan de says Rava, I'll tell you what it means. Hasidekha, the pious ones. Hasidekha mamash, that's, those are the ones who are always pious. They got killed, says the Mizmor, terrible, terrible loss, and there they are out in the fields being devoured, their bodies. However, what are avadecha? Avadecha, he says, are perhaps a different type. Avadecha are those are are dinah. those who actually were supposed to be put to death. The Marikara initially. The and since they were now killed the pasuk describes them as which means to say says Rava not supporting myself from pasuk and tehillim from my derasha but I am giving it as something I can lean on I could give it for a way that you'll look at and understand my point there's a difference between a person who dies in a regular fashion by the way Mars, this comes to your point because over here they're not being put to death by bedin but they are in a terrible gruesome way we can almost imagine this as it's from the heavens you know, directly to them and therefore achieving for them kapara. well that all being the case what we're dealing with over here is Rava's counterclaim to his counterclaim to is if you're put to death or alternatively you die in a very terrible fashion where we should, could and should imagine this was heavenly sense that's where you achieved Kapara you didn't have time to be do, doing I'm not certain My my one of my rabbis Rabbi Meir Twersky, his brother Rabbi Moshe Twersky, a couple of years ago was in that terrible massacre in Harnov. and Harnoff one of my Hebrutot, of course he was 20-30 years older than me in yeshiva Rabbi Kalman Levine was a part of that as well unfortunately so when my rabbi uh, Rabbi Twersky, gave the hesped for his brother Rabbi Moshe tursky he said it was he says it's it's hard to say but he said it was the only imag- he said I never could have imagined my older brother's death he said but this would have been the only imaginable death it says here's a person and he was if you knew Rabbi Moshe Twersky who lived his whole life al kiddush Hashem mamash mamash every step every word every decision kiddush Hashem kiddush Hashem kiddush Hashem how could you ever fathom death that matches his life Yes, that's, I think I mentioned it in, oh, maybe in school. I mentioned in the context of a bi'akiva. That's kol yamav, I was waiting for. How's that possible? Ah, oh, now it's ba'aliyati. It's almost as if he was waiting for it. So I'm not so certain that you don't have the opportunity. Sometimes Teshubah is a fleeting, literally, second, you can make a decision, you can internally change your being and personality and who you are, in a flash of, in a split second, you're a different person, so yes, you're right, when I bring you to bed, dean in order to be put to death, you have more time, sometimes, Time's, time hurts you sometimes a right. split second actually gives you the opportunity to truly introspect well if you piece it all together contextually for us we have Rav Yosef who tru- proves kevan ha from the circumstance of an she'in that we're still not sacrificing their animals kedushat you have Abaye's counterclaim death doesn't achieve kapara I'll prove it to you from the Kohen situation you have the response of Ravah but death by penalty of betin does achieve it for you amale Abaye, Abaye responds now to, Abaye, to Ravah. Yeah, he, go ahead. Doesn't the death uh, or penalty for the baby, doesn't the chief kapara on the Abaye itself, doesn't she the chief of the reversing? Well, this is, this is certain, the Gemara is certainly dealing with, listen, what, it depends, in other words, what, what are they seeking? Your, 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 Joey's question goes as follows. Did they get a holistic kapara or not? several things hard to determine over here first and foremost yes it is purposed for that Avera but ultimately speaking the problem of the Anshe'i irani Dahat is that Avera right do you understand what I'm saying right words, the whole issue with the Anshe'i Anani the reason he's considered a Rasha is because of the Avodah Zarah so if you tell me the Sikilah gave it to him for that yes he's no longer Rasha I have certainly been speaking about it more expansively because for me hard to distinguish like the Gemara says in Masihit Shabbat right of person who did many sins, and then he's embarrassed by them. It's a gemara I love to quote because it speaks to such a truth. He has a full-fledged kapara. Again, he did a sin, and he was embarrassed by it. That's it. He now achieved kapara for everything. So you say exaggeration. Understood. I think there's more than exaggeration. If you had embarrassment over a single sin, it means you understood what a sin is. It means you were missing a presence of God in your life, and you achieved it in this moment. As a result, maybe I didn't have the regret over all the other ones. Maybe I didn't actually specifically think about all the other sins. But when it comes down to it, I'm a different person. So yes, it's specified for this sin. Number one, that was the whole issue. Number two, I'm willing to speak about it more expansively. Once you got there, if you did a true introspection, uh, you, you probably cleaned yourself. Hard, to, hard for me to determine what it means fully, but... I got you, but what I'm telling you is, it doesn't change anything. Number one, the whole issue over here is that sin. So you're asking, oh, it doesn't only give me achievement, uh, uh, atonement for that sin. Yes, that's all I need. Secondly, I'm telling you, Haram Bum is talking about what it's purpose to do. Harari's telling you what probably ends up happening in, not your life, in that person's life. That person then changes themselves. I mean, we all know this, you have a life-altering moment, in which you become an absolutely different person, not only in that context, but you've changed your whole life. You were an addict in one way or another, and it was changing everything about you. You dropped the addiction, and you're now an altogether different person. Your disposition is different, we don't know these types of people, your drive is different, and it wasn't necessarily because of the addiction that all these things were happening. Once you made a major decision, it then had an impact on anything and everything else. Anyway, it says, The question, Morris, is you can't compare those who were killed by, in the Mikdash, those who are next to the Mikdash during the time of destruction, we're dealing with over here, over there. That, ironically, was worse. How's that worse? Kapara, Lo Kapara, there's a opposite direction of the way I've been driving this the whole time. I said if you have you're being killed by had you had time to introspect, you did this right, we assume this kapara. It's a I said, in the situation where you were unexpectedly killed in some gruesome death. Well, over there, even over there you have kapara because of that split second decision. I could go the opposite direction. The split second decision, my words, is more significant because it's such a strange situation. You weren't deserving of this. It's not, in the words of Mars, what was supposed to happen to you for societal reasons because that's what happens to you. It's unexpected, undetermined, and as a result, kapara over there. That's the Hayagorato we saw in the past. That's the geshim that's falling on your body after death. That's the terrible Aftermath of your death, or circumstance, over there, there's kapara, and Haruge Betin says Abayev. I can't accept it, which means, say, Abaye returns the initial issue. Rav Yosef, you want to argue on. I can prove from over there. Because they achieved Kapara. Who said they achieved Kapara? Well, I'll tell you how I know they achieved Kapara. Because of that Pasuk and Tehilim. No, Pasuk and was talking about a gruesome death by Malchut, by the monarchy, by the ruling body, by the ruling. Over there, it's much worse. It says, it says Abaye, I'll prove it to you. Teda, Ditnan. After all, the Mishnah, how we know this Mishnah, that's our Mishnah. Remember the Mishnah? The Mishnah told us that the person after his death, by penalty of Bet-Din is not buried with his forefathers. Why not? Kapara! Kapara! I don't understand. Says Abaya, clearly you didn't achieve kapara. This is what I told you yesterday. We're going to really deal with this issue in a very in a very real sense over here. Says like, says Abaya, you didn't achieve kapara. You were nikbar separately, but you were put to death by beti and you had the introspection and everything. Clearly, the if you're to argue as you did Rava that once and Rav Yosef that once you get put to death or any other situation, you have kapara likberu excuse me. Visa They should be buried together with Avotav, together in your regular family burial plot in the regular cemetery. Answers the Gemara, and this is the final line. Mita bainan. Answers the Gemara. The truth is Mita Death does add to the dimension of Kapara. However, there's another stage. The other stage is kibura, which means to say that you will not achieve that full-fledged kapara through mitah al betin and your introspection until everything is finished. And therefore, the burial is a part of the process of kapara. If we want to overly rationalize this, the knowledge that you have, as you introspect, you're not only being put to death, but you're also not being buried together with your family, is together and it actually taking place. What achieves for you kapara? Says the Gemara, Motiv oh, ravada lo hayu mitabeline oninin ata kapara Says the Gemara, wait a second, we have another line in our Mishnah. You might remember this last line in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said the truth is they didn't do aveilut for the person who was put to death. They had aninut, which means until burial they would have mind on the body and they wouldn't do misod and all this and wouldn't eat ma'aseh sheni and kodashim. However, however, the Mishnah told us there was no avelut What was the reason there was no avelut You might remember I, read, I quoted from Rashi in order to have proper kapara. I know, Jared, we had a lot of difficulty. What that means in order to get kapara without the Avelut. But ultimately speaking, the statement of our Mishnah is no avelut Why so? For kapara. I don't understand. At this point, you had put to death and kevura. Clearly, the argument is, Abaye is right. You get put to death by beti and you don't just have kapara. Now, you argue you do get kapara if it's together with burial. You have burial. Dua bilut. Answers the Gemara, you're right, okay. We have to just push it a stage later. Uh, answers the Gemara, ba'ina, name It goes like this. It needs to be put to death by court, buried, and decomposition of the body. All that together, rationalizing it, and your mindset of realizing and knowing that that's what's going to happen prior to death, thinking about it appropriately. It's the way Me'iri speaks it on our Sugya, if I'm not mistaken. That's what achieves kapara We can even be midayek this way in our Mishnah. The Mishnah says explicitly, The Mishnah said that once the body decomposes, once the flesh rots and f- falls off of the bones, then you take the bones and you bury them in the regular cemetery. Why would you do so? Why at that stage? Clearly that's when the kapara is achieved. sounds like there's a lot of kapara- <laughs> so again, two ways, two, ways, two, two ways of understanding yeah. this. Either, and the Hasideh Ashkenaz were very keen on, this is going back 900 or so years, 800 or so years, very keen on explaining it in your terminology. In other words, it's through the suffering, Ba'ulam Haseh, even after that, that achieves for you the Kappara alternatively, it has to do, maybe there's a little bit of it, hard to understand, it has to do more with your knowledge and understanding of what's going to take place. The Gemara will mention words called Chibut which are important words and the Mequbalim, talk about them a lot, we'll have to address what that means. There is something, and which, which very much, in, in my understanding, philosophically and, and, and mystically, makes a lot of sense, even though it's hard to explain, there is a bodily function even after that. Well, there is something, it's hard to ever disassociate neshama from guf as a human being. Uh, There is a time, but there's even after that, but you know, that's, that's, but this leads us into that conversation. Last few lines here of the Gemara, Rav Asher Amar, Rav Asher gives an alternative answer. He too is defending Rav slash Rav Yosef, but an alternative answer as to why there's no Avelut. If they got Kapara, why is there no Avelut? First answer, because you needed Ikul Basar plus burial. He can bring a new Korban and get Kapara then. He got his mind back, right? There'd situation. He was Mafrish Korban. He lost his mind. He never never sacrifices. He could get a different animal and get Kapara in such a, such a way. Ravashay Amar Avelut Mehematai Kamat Hailit. Says Ravashay, I have a different explanation as to why there's no Avelut. When does Avelut begin? Mislimata Kapara Mika dekibra purta yidahu Says the Gemara uh, 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 for Ravashit You know, something we need to start with this tomorrow. Okay, so that's, in short, we concluded the uh, proof and the summary of Ravah defending himself against Abayeh. We have one last segment with regards to resolving how to understand when that kapara is achieved, why you wouldn't have Avelut, even though you had mita plus kiburah. And we'll deal with that tomorrow. Amen. V- amen. B-chana, 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 b-chana.